Welcome back to the Room 2250 podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Green. I'm joined with my other host, Vlad. Hello, how's it going? It's it's going. It's, uh, (laughs) you know, right out of school into other stuff. It's like, I don't know, part of me wants a break, but I feel like I'm just as just as stressed out taking a break from doing stuff as I am doing stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyways. Yeah, no, I, 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 I really like over the summer, uh, I, I tend to keep myself busy. I like to say, but I don't like being bored and I, I wish I would have like been able to have an internship this year, um, for, for this summer. However, uh, things that don't work out i'm a little busy with family stuff and things going on but next year machine learning baby that's that's yeah, that'd it be, that'd be something cool to get into for sure but i don't know i feel like that's just the u of t culture where it's like you're done school but you gotta do some you gotta be you gotta always be doing something it's it no one ever uh encourages taking a break <laughs> no it definitely is useful to take a break and i i 100 agree with that been trying to get a bit of that went down uh hit up some patios this weekend that was Ooh. nice yeah good good weather I haven't, I haven't been out on a patio since they opened i need to go this week so some week not too sure when all right charlie well 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 uh well what do we got today what do we got to talk about today today we got a few topics to get through um why don't why don't you pick one and and, uh lead off on it well since this is room 2250 of bayhead of u of t i think it's only it's only right to talk about the university of toronto's recent reopening plans and by university of toronto i'm going to discuss st george because that's where room 2250 is out of so uh, we recently got an announcement by the Dean of Arts and Science saying that we are opening uh, in person, I believe it's September 23rd, and we're going to be fully in person, or at least partially in person uh, with a gradual change. But I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be back on campus. Yeah, I mean, my plan is uh, to take next year off, but... Um no, it's definitely encouraging to see things going back to normal. Or, I mean, it's never going to be normal. It's it's going to be like a a worse version of the flu, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's it definitely feels good to see that things are happening. Uh, things are moving in a positive direction. Yeah, yeah. So they they described in the email saying that uh, September 9th is when classes will start. And then for two weeks it'll be online, and then after that it'll be back in person. What's the what's the reasoning behind that two week? Uh... So the reasoning behind that is because of international students that might need to come uh, fly in here. They would also have to mandatory quarantine, right, for fourteen days. So that's why they're giving them right. uh, like. Uh, as much time as possible to get things figured out once they get here uh if they have to quarantine they will quarantine and things of that sort so that way everybody can just start in person on september 23rd so everybody will have like a fair chance to start yeah i don't know about you i did so much worse online like oh yes yeah. i uh my gpa oh it was really really nice first year second semester real i mean first term of uh, second year really helped second term of second year 
uh, I don't know. Not bad, man. It, was... it, it tanked. Oh, God, I don't know how, like, the first years, man, it must be so hard. I didn't, I mean, I didn't really talk to anyone. Um, I was in Toronto, but I didn't, like, meet a whole lot of people uh, who were in first year. But that must have been, like, super difficult to get through. Like, making friends, that, that would have been the worst. Oh, my God. I've, I've talked to people at other schools, and the culture just seems so much healthier. Um, and it's so weird how just U of T has this weird thing where, like, people just are depressed. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, it, it is everywhere, but, like, I feel like there's something, something weird going on here. Maybe it's... I'd, I'd imagine it's way too complex to break down in a half-hour podcast, but there's so much going on that... Uh, I, I, I wouldn't say that the people at U of T are necessarily depressed. I just think that uh, a lot more focus is geared towards academics uh, at U of T. And not saying other schools don't focus on academics. However, there are certain schools that, you know, they're generally known to have, like, a great social life, like... Um, you, it's easy to get introduced to people like without without orientation i don't know if i would have been like exposed to as many people uh like if if i if i didn't attend like frosh of my first year i think uh mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah. and uh i mean i think we should kind of take notes from waterloo and like they have so many more student initiatives mm -hmm. And we definitely need that at U of T. Not to say there aren't a ton of great ones, but it's like, I don't know, I feel like it, it's not the, the same culture around, like, just getting a group of people and doing something cool because everyone's just struggling through school and they don't have time to do that. Well, when you mean, what do you mean exactly by student initiatives? Like clubs or, or like, ways to get students in, uh, involved? Clubs, um, small business opportunities even, mm. um activities just anything in general like we do have a lot um but it's i, I feel like just the importance isn't there people uh it's not they're not getting used to their full potential fair i i tend to especially in like the maybe not the fall but the winter months it's it's, it's hard to see a lot of people outside a lot of people are inside either mm -hmm. studying or just keeping to themselves but you know if uh i think i think this year after spending a year and a half away from people, I think this year a lot of things are going to change for the better. I, I think we're, we're going to realize that like we're, we're so humans are such social creatures that it's important to just get out there and start meeting people and focus less on uh, focus not sorry not focus less but focus an equal amount on also your education and being able to you know have a have a healthy life. Yeah, I think people are gonna go like buck wild once once all the restrictions are lifted. Like you, you'll you'll you won't be able to get into any bar or club downtown. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be on weekend. It's gonna although be I don't know how it's gonna work. You know, I don't know if a lot of these clubs are gonna ask for vaccination proof. I don't know if that's gonna be a thing. I don't think they could set it up that uh, that kind of infrastructure to verify all that. I think it's uh, I think it's just gonna be like. The government says they can open and then they just do fair it. enough fair i wonder i see i i was asked like a couple actually was it i was it was yesterday actually if if i if i thought that mask restrictions are ever going to get lifted 
I don't think they're ever going to get lifted like ex- like fully like some st- states in the United States. I or at least soon. I think I think until the end of the year, like December. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. We're definitely looking like at a, at a long time. Yeah, but uh, fuck, I, I hate the masks so I much. I do too, man. As soon as I'm fully vaccinated, yeah. to be honest, if they if they release a card that like has like a fully vaccination card, I will carry that. I I, I just don't want to wear a mask. I'm sorry, I don't. It's I, I want to see. I want to smile. You know. Yeah, and, and the the mask acne is real. Oh yes, but, uh, especially when you when you when you have a good. little stubble growing and then it just rubs against there. And oh my god, it's the worst, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Better than COVID, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. We're not we're not anti-maskers. No, no, I am not. I wear but, my mask hundred yeah. percent. Also, if anybody if anybody from U of T is listening and doesn't have their free masks, enter there with your student card and you'll get two free masks. If that's what you. I never picked mine up, man. I should have done that. <laughs> no, they still got them, by the way. I I was on campus a while ago at the bookstore and uh, they still had them like a couple weeks ago. I know. I'm never in Toronto though. I'm 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 back home with my parents. Um, I'm gonna try to get out there a bit and just. I, I like I, I feel so much better in Toronto. Just the energy of the city I, just feels. I love Toronto, bro. Um, Amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about a lot of grad school opportunities, but you know, if the states doesn't work out, then I'm gonna really push for getting uh, my master's at U of T. But mm-hmm. uh, I kind of want to check out uh, UBC if I went the grad school mm-hmm. route. UBC would be uh, nice. Looks super pretty. Yeah. That I agree with. Also, McMaster looks like a pretty nice school as well. But, you know, Hamilton is, like, close by. I don't, like, I would like to go somewhere that I haven't been. Yeah, all the friends uh, from BC that I made first year, I just, I see on Instagram, they're just out there living their best life in just, like, the most beautiful province. It's insane. (laughs) Right. A a lot of people from U of T are actually from BC. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Yeah. A majority of like the friends that I made in first semester, or not majority, but at least thirty to forty percent of them were, um, were from British Columbia. Damn. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I. I get so. the same vibe. I think there were a lot of. I don't know what it is over there. Maybe if you're looking at Can- Canadian universities, a lot of people just kind of like look at UBC and U of T, and I guess Fair uh, Waterloo. And yeah. Waterloo. Um, when really there's a ton of great universities out there, but. Yes, you know I I was I was actually saying that like if I if I didn't attend U of T I would probably went to uh, probably went to Guelph. Guelph was just such a beautiful campus, and you, I'm sorry, but U of T has my heart because their campus is just nice. But uh, Guelph, Guelph was my second choice. Ah, that's a lie. Uh, I got deferred from Waterloo. U of T was my second, and then uh, <laughs> but Guelph would have been. If, if I didn't go to a U of T, I would have went to Guelph. The Waterloo campus turned me off entirely. I went to tour it, and it was just like, I don't, I don't want it's to be very, here. It's very secluded from everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing there's nothing to do anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with Guelph, but that that's typically... that's The main reason why I chose U of T is because it's a city, and there's so much to do there. Mm-hmm. Like, you walk off campus, you have loads of opportunities to, to get stuff done, to go... To go meet new friends. Like, one thing I really want to do when I get back to campus, or back to Toronto, is go rock climbing. 
something that I've been thinking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I knew like a guy first year that did that. There's a, uh, I don't know if you've seen the rock climbing gym on, it's like pretty far west on Bloor. It's in an old uh, movie theater. Oh, wow. No, Super I don't. Cool. Yeah. You should check that place out. It's like, I think it's kind of near Christie Pitts. Um, so that way. Pitts. Like pretty far west of campus. Well, I mean, not that, like it's yeah, 20 minute walk maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's something that I'm looking forward to. Uh, actually, that's a good question. I'm gonna ask you. You have any plans for uh, for when you when everything opens up fully? Like any activities you want to try? Any other? Th- I know you're busy with work and everything, but yeah, I I've been ripping chess online a lot. <laughs> I like just something I got into recently, and I think yeah, yeah. like a, I think U of T has a chess club uh, that goes on in Hart House. Maybe I'll check that out if I. Uh, I, I mean, again, uh, I'm th- I'm thinking 2022 because I'm gonna be right. not gonna be around this year. Um, but uh, but I mean, like outside outside of U of T, like mm. any like I said, general, rock climbing. I'm gonna get back to the gym for sure. Um, the g- yeah, same here, man. It's I never like I've basically done like exercise my entire life and. Yeah then i pretty much stopped entirely when the pandemic happened yeah um and i i never realized how important that was just for keeping everything else in your life in line you got to have the work it in yeah i like growing up i never i like I, I would work out but um i i don't i don't i don't even know how to say this it's just like over the past pa- like pandemic like working out has definitely helped me like focus better well when it comes to schoolwork mm-hmm. um makes me think clearer um yeah it's just, it's just it's it's something that i think everybody has to do i think every everybody has to work out at least at least not even like a full ex- like heavy workout just going for walks man like getting getting some mm-hmm. sort of like active energy going yeah no i i watched this uh video on youtube about uh co2 levels in in indoor spaces and they had this person um in this they essentially built like a greenhouse and they had this guy sitting in there and they slowly raised the co2 level in the room and they had him complete tasks and like they got to the level that's kind of normal in a house and his his like ability to complete these simple tasks like dropped dramatically compared to the levels of oxygen or levels of co2 that occur outside and most people sleep at least in the summer windows closed you got the ac on and apparently that is not the way to do it for having a healthy brain and so yeah definitely walking just get outside get some fresh air well i tend to like sometimes i just keep my my window open and have the ac on just for that fresh air like just a little bit of the of the window open but uh i I don't control the ac so whenever it comes on it comes on it's that's that's up to my parents (laughs) no i uh my uh my parents would strangle me if i did that (laughs) well okay you know what i don't do it on purpose but when it happens i don't i don't say anything um (laughs) No, uh, it's yeah. Definitely need working outside is the best thing I find. Oh, yes. Studying, 
getting shit done yeah it's yeah but it I, feels so good i i i really like b- back on campus like the sid smith like you know that area where like right outside of sid smith that big like patio the area patio kind yeah. of yeah that's nice a nice spot. area to study in mm-hmm. but you can only use it like three months out of the year because then it's winter <laughs> And then everybody, yeah. you know, you know what would be nice? It would be nice if U of T would build like some sort of, like even on King's College Circle, like it would be, it would be like a big seating area, but like it would be closed. It would be closed off, but it would just be a glass roof on the top. So it'll just be like you're outside and you're getting that fresh air in from, from the outside being, well, actually I can't even say if it'll be coming from outside, but just so that way students don't feel secluded in yeah. the libraries. More natural yeah. light for sure. Like Roberts <laughs> is just like, oh my god. Well, their new their new um, construction project that they they had going on for years is almost done, and I think it's opening up this year. Oh yeah. I think I'm not sure. What uh, what all does it involve? Is so it just it's like another area. It's another area like right next to Robarts. Uh, I will search it up, but I hope my keyboard isn't too loud. Robarts. Uh, no, I remember uh, I used to study like by a window where you could look out and see them doing something. Mm-hmm. Never really knew what was going it's on. It's called uh, the new Robarts Common. It's a new space. Just like a. Sorry, what was that? Hangout pad. Um, just like a place to hang out it's a place or i mean probably study but (laughs) it's adding like a bunch of new studying uh, study uh places i will give you the exact numbers in just a second it will add 1200 new work and study spaces to robart's library so that's pretty big is that really necessary i feel like maybe I, i i'm only i can't really remember first year how packed robart's was but i feel like it was mostly I guess exam season it gets busy. Exam season for the probably most gets part. busy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like most of the year, it's it's pretty easy to find a table. Yeah, it it definitely adds a lot of natural light if you want to study. Like, I feel like you're outside, but Robarts is like, you feel like you're in prison sometimes. <laughs> That's why I I like to study on the top floors, right next to the front of the front of the library, facing St. George and um, Harbor. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good spot. I tried studying in Bay in a bit, and at least it doesn't feel like a prison, but it's also just, I don't know, it's a weird place. I didn't really like it. Sometimes it feels a little too quiet and a little too, I don't know, sad to sad to study in. But I do like studying in Bay Inn. I, li- I like sitting uh, next to the CSSU. There's like a chairs that like look down to like the first floor. That's, that's a good place yeah. to study. Oh man, we're just sitting here, just daydreaming about studying. That's the real U of T. It's like, where am I going to study uh, next, huh? Yeah. Oh god. Well, you know, I'm. I actually don't mind talking about this because I just, I love, I love learning, and I love, uh, like, if 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 it were up to me, I'd like to stay in school for, for quite some time and just learn about new things. But you know, I got to make money. Honestly, yeah, I feel, I feel the same way. It's like we we kind of shit on U of T a lot, but like I wouldn't say we shit. First, first I'd year say we just okay, we just yeah. nitpick some some stuff. I guess so, yeah. But like overall, like first year was fantastic. That was like yeah. when there's no COVID, it's actually super awesome to just be in mm-hmm. school because like I found it just simplifies everything. It's like you don't have to think about what you're doing. You're just doing school. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Fair. Anyways, should we get into some of the yes. some of the other topics we have going we're, on here? We're, um, we're limited on time, so let's actually you pick the next topic. How about that? Why don't we talk about what's going on with Windows Eleven? Cool. I don't know. Are you a, are you a PC guy? I'm on. Mac. I'm a PC I, uh, guy, but uh, I haven't uh, I haven't dived too deep into the exact details of what Windows Eleven is going to bring. But I I've seen like. Some some descriptions, some recent images, and to be honest, I'm I'm looking. I, I hope it looks like I hope it's good because from from the images I've seen, it looks pretty nice. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I from what I've heard, it's mostly just UI stuff, yeah. um, but it looks pretty familiar as a Mac user. Yeah, they got it's to, the rounded corners, <laughs> the rounded corners, the like, um, I, like that kind of space gray look is kind of everywhere and uh the it's the center the center bar like they centered the bottom bar it's like well that's real original yeah I, <laughs> which i mean all this stuff is kind of irrelevant it's just they're trying to change something but yeah no i i agree and you know like it's it's it wouldn't be the first time that a company like uh tries and takes like certain ideas like mm-hmm. apple apple tends to take a lot of things from Android and implements them later uh, to see how, like, it, it does well on their devices. And, you know, like, Windows, mm-hmm. uh, I don't see a problem with them centering, personally. I don't think it's necessarily copying Mac. Oh, no, of course not. Yeah, no, it's just, like, I don't know, I guess we're kind of at this point where it's, like, we're, we've got pretty good UIs, yeah. and, like, there's not much we can do here. Um, but to, to so be, gotta, to be fair, like, between Windows 10 and Mac, like um 2020 or 2020 yeah 2020 i i actually do prefer the mac 2020 ui like like um mac os just has such a clean and simple ui and i I don't really like the sharpness of of windows sometimes it gets it gets a little too cluttered you need the border radius for (laughs) sure gotta have the border radius um no but i uh i don't know i switched to mac at the end of high school um and i think the re the thing that makes windows so great is also the thing that is makes it so that it'll it'll never be as good as mac os and it's that it runs on everything and it's so if you make an os that has to run on everything you're gonna have to lose some of the like perfectness that that mac os has um yeah and from the perspective of uh, of Mac developers who are who are actually building this, it's like they know exactly which machines this is going to go on. They can make it essentially perfect, and then they can spend more time on cool stuff and making everything look amazing, rather than worrying about um, flexibility. And Windows is also obsessed with backwards compatibility. Like I think, um, I think you still can't name a folder forget what it's called but there's a certain there's certain things that you can't call folders because of old windows systems would have specific folders that were um ah yes yeah they 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 like to keep the um what's what's the term i want to use the the their archives you know like they 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 like to keep keep well it's like Ah. they they need if if it's gonna if it's gonna work on everything it has to be 
like backwards compatible sure. all the way. No, I, I 100% and so agree. Like, and that, that's yeah. where I feel like since Mac, like Apple makes their own computers rather than Windows uh, creating the operating system, they have the advantage of, you know, making whatever the hell they want and it works. So. No, I don't think I'll ever go back to Windows. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, um, I'm looking at purchasing a Mac probably before the end of the summer or at least in like definitely up until november and i'm looking at purchasing a mac what do you suggest for for development right so i just bought um the computer i'm on right now about a month ago two months ago i guess um and it's a macbook air 2020 um refurbished and i'd say refurbished is the best way to go like no need to get a brand new computer like this looks brand new and it was significantly cheaper is and it the m1 chip or is it, it is uh, the m1 chip i would suggest oh, getting nice. the m1 chip i mean I, I think everyone kind of agrees on that now um and what else oh yeah don't i would say don't get the pro because the only difference is that little touch bar um, and yeah, I, mean, I, I was reading the spec sheet and it, it looks like, you know, why not just get the MacBook Air? But there's one one question that I, I, I try to answer and I've tried to find it on Reddit, but the, there's like a difference in the models. Like there's either a, a six gig um, or a seven gig, or, well, not seven gig, seven core uh, GPU versus an eight core GPU. But I'm trying to understand what the what performance difference it, it provides but i don't see anything like concrete that that, that it's given me like yeah obviously the eight core would, would perform a little better but is it i don't know if i it's think it's uh, gonna affect my performance i think yeah i think it like in terms if you're just developing you yeah. definitely don't need that maybe if you're running like android studio good fry your machine well, well um, that's what i'm thinking i'm th like uh i i really like developing with flutter i use, I use flutter but i i also want to try like developing uh with swift code and xcode but uh I'm, I'm definitely wanting to use android studio on it yeah no it's like i think uh the difference between a seven core and an eight core is pretty much negligible i wouldn't uh i wouldn't stress too much about that um yeah, just I, I I can't recommend going refurbished enough. Just say like, save the money. You don't you don't need the brand new, whatever. Fair like, enough. Yeah, I just I, I they have a deal going on with like, buy a MacBook, get AirPods, and I'm like, ooh, that sounds promising. But uh, what are you on right now? I'm on my PC. I built this PC from from scratch, so I have a 1660 Super with a Ryzen 5 3600. The, yeah, the biggest thing I noticed, because I upgraded from a 2017 Mac, and it's like, using this new one, everything is just just instant, instantaneous. Like, you click, you open an application, it just, it's right there. No. Did, did you see, did you see iOS 15, or what is it, 15? Yeah, 15 coming out. Uh, did you see the universal control? That's, that, that's my, or universal. Uh, I haven't heard about that. What is what it? Is it? So it's basically you're you're let's say you're on a Mac and you have an iPad. You, do you have an iPad? Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's say you're on a Mac and you have your iPad next to you, um, and let's say you have Photoshop open on both. You can literally drag from your MacBook and swipe to your iPad. It's the coolest thing that, ever. That's okay. That's super cool. 
I can guarantee I'd never use it. <laughs> I mean, it it has it will have its uses. Like, let's say let's say you wanna you're on your Mac and you you wanna open up a PDF on your iPad so you can read it while you're sitting in the bathroom. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Well, I wonder what like the uh, the fault tolerance is. Like, if you had two MacBooks right next to each other and you you could you swipe at each one, like how accurate is it? Oh, that I, I don't know. They they just showed a brief demo, um, but I'm sure I'm sure there'll be some some benchmarks once uh, thing uh, iOS 15 releases. But I, I hope it turns like that feature turns out good because it does seem like it could be a pretty buggy feature. Yeah, but I, it's it's certainly interesting. It's it's just more than anything. It's cool that they can do that, but um, not really for me. Well, all right. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss? I know uh, we're we're a little limited on time today, so if you want to wrap it up, we can wrap it up here. We were going to talk about uh, John McAfee dying, or McAfee. I don't know how it's pronounced. Spicy. I think it's McAfee. Um, We can talk about that briefly. Um, He definitely killed himself. There's there's no reason why someone would take him out. Uh, Yeah, I agree. He, He kind of like... He, if for those that don't know, J- John McAfee is the creator of um, or the founder of McAfee Antivirus uh, for protecting against like uh, malware or uh, viruses on your computer. Um, but he's definitely had like a weird and um, crazy life from 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 the money that he's gotten. He he just used it a lot on drugs traveling and just crypto crypto as well (laughs) crypto yeah yeah Uh, no he's living like the frat boy dream i guess uh avoiding taxes buying crypto and doing a lot of drugs and having sex if he if he didn't commit suicide then he most likely died over well actually i don't i didn't read the report but it could have been a drug overdose well he was in prison he was in jail he was in he was in prison yeah but i don't know if like how long he was in jail for like maybe like the day before he took some drugs and the next day he died what i what i've heard is so people have like he tweeted i don't know maybe he didn't tweet it but he put out um saying that uh when he first went to jail in spain saying that if uh if he commits suicide that he didn't commit suicide basically is what he's saying he's like um but here's the thing I don't, I don't know all the details of his life, but I don't think he's high enough profile to be like to have someone take a hit out on him and, and make it look like suicide. And also, he tweeted that at the start in October, at the, when he first got to jail, and nine months in a Spanish jail, and then finding out you're going to go back to the states and face thirty years, and he's you know he's not that young. If I were in his shoes, I'd be like. I'm just gonna call it. I don't want to okay, spend. Okay, so he yeah. was in jail for a while, so it couldn't have been a drug overdose or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's very, that's a very pr- uh, probable like outcome. Yeah, uh, for him to do, you know, like if if you're if you're in jail and then you come back for, um, I don't know what his charges were in the states, but if you come back and yeah. you're gonna face thirty years, it was all like tax evasion yeah. stuff. Tax evasion, yeah. yeah. Anyways, good thing we ended on a happy note, dude. Killing himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I wanted to make a note that, like, although he's not very like a high status person right now, I'm sure he was like back when he first founded 
like McAfee antivirus like change it like McAfee is is known to be like number one antivirus or well I'm using numbers that I don't know of but I'm it's one of the highest ranking yeah it's like uh, that that Norton right yeah but uh, you know what uh, you don't have to worry about when you get a Mac antivirus software <laughs> antivirus yeah, yeah I know you just yeah my, I'm, Mac's big on privacy but uh, yeah alright we covered we covered a brief amount of topics it was a good episode today yeah thanks for joining in and listening Glad we'll we uh, we'll be back probably in a week or are we doing two weeks <laughs> in between and we're in two weeks we'll, we'll, we'll film in t- we'll record in two weeks yeah anyways uh, stay safe out there people and uh, we'll see you soon <laughs>